Do you know somebody who won't wear their seatbelt? Well, if they won't listen to their cars dinging, maybe you should add some of your own. Ding, 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 ding. Go ahead, ding, kids. Chime ding, in. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, you on the street, tell this guy to wear a seatbelt. Yep, it's okay to speak up because you know what? You could save their life. Learn more at buckleupva.com. A message from the Virginia Department of Motor Vehicles. Check out Lockheed Martin's Space Makers, the podcast that explores a bold vision of a future that we call Space 2050. The goal is the edge of the known universe because getting there is just the beginning. We're about to go make history. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. It's the Remain Seated Podcast redo. I don't think anybody believes Festus, my darling son. I don't want to talk about it. So last Thursday, Thanksgiving day a national holiday there was no, no one else was at work there was nobody here we had the whole broadway media tower to ourselves but we were dedicated podcasters and we said no we record remain seated podcast on thursdays and thanksgiving's on a thursday and we're recording today so we came in before thanksgiving dinner at the at the crack of noon and we recorded what I think we both agree. I think it was our best episode. And I, to, to date, our best episode. I, I left here feeling proud. I was excited. I didn't even care that you wore your shoes with holes in them. I'm going to take a picture of your shoes and we're going to post that on Remain Seated social media. And people are going to see why I am so upset that these are the shoes you choose to wear every day. Because I know damn well... You have many other pairs of shoes. What is many, though? Many is relative. You at least have one other pair that doesn't have holes in them that but you can wear. These ones, just, they just they slip on, and, and I don't have to, to tie any laces. <laughs> so laziness outweighs... You, wear you those know to, that better than anybody. You wear, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you wear those to work. No, no one cares what my feet look like. I work with you, and I care what they look like. Well, pretend people, like... People are talking. Remember how I told you when you were little to take a shower because you don't want to be the stinky kid because people talk about the stinky kid? Yeah. They're going to talk about the holy shoe kid. I'm telling you. Maybe they're jealous of my holy shoes. Maybe they're jealous of my not caring about my shoes. I'm going to take a picture. I'm Hold still. Let me, no, I got to position them so I can see the hole. There we go. That's it. All right. You get it? Okay. That picture is... I think there are going to be people that come to my defense on this. <laughs> I don't think I so. I think I'm going to have some people on my side. So anyway, we came in and recorded the best show we've done, and I left and went home, and Festa stayed here to post it so you good people could listen to it on your Thanksgiving drive to Grandma's house. You're welcome. I mean, thank you for trying. But what happened? The audio in the file that we recorded on was saved, put into the folder, and then when I went to access it, it was gone. Mm -hmm. Just like... It was gone. Disappeared. It disappeared. Mm -hmm. The production value of this podcast is really tanking. (laughs) 
So, but I like that one so much. So one of the things we talked about was I ordered this special cake for Thanksgiving dinner. Can we not talk about this? We were go- <laughs> we were going to Grandma Karen's house for Thanksgiving dinner, and Joe was making the whole dinner, and I wanted to help, and how I help is by buying things, and so I've told this story on the air too, but I ordered this cake that a listener sent us from Pittsburgh, and it's it's won awards. National awards. If you said anything from Pittsburgh, it's not going to be. I don't care how good it was in Pittsburgh. When it lands in Salt Lake City, the quality is down. But so he sent it to us. And this was a couple years ago. He's like, you got to try this cake. We have the best cake in the world here in Pittsburgh. I'm like, whatever. And then he sent it. And I and I have to admit, when I first saw it, I went, yeah, that didn't look like the best cake in the world. Did you prejudge it? I did. Without even getting to know it first. But then I tried it, and he was right. So I'm trying to think, what can I order for Thanksgiving dinner that requires the least amount of effort on my part? Just a couple clicks on your phone. And so I ordered this cake, and and it was like 50 bucks for a cake. I wouldn't spend that on a car. (laughs) So um, the day before Thanksgiving, Grandma Karen called me, and she said, well, your cake arrived... But the plastic wrap on the top of it was ripped, and it's all kind of smushed. I knew it. What did I say? <laughs> that going through the mail. So we talked about this when we recorded this podcast before it arrived. Don't ship food. Well. Okay, continue. But it's a big cake, and she said it's only smushed on the one side, so we'll just cut it in half and we'll serve the cake that's not smushed. Yeah. You trim the fat. You cut the mush. So I'm describing this to you on the podcast that we lost, and then we go to Grandma Karen's house for Thanksgiving dinner. So the cake I've been telling you about is there. The anticipation is underwhelming. You were a little anxious to try it, weren't you? Not even a little bit. No. But I made you try it. I was anxious to show you that I was trying it so that you'd get off my back about it. So what did you think of the cake? It was Gross. It was not Mom. gross. It was gross. What was gross it about it? It had almonds on it, yeah. and it was white cake. What's wrong with white cake? It tasted like you sprinkled sand on something <laughs> That's delicious. That's sugar. Sugar is sandy. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. I don't want it. <laughs> you don't need to put sugar on a cake. I went through or all, almonds. Went, or almonds. I went through all that effort to order it, and then you couldn't even pretend you liked it. Nuts on food don't improve it. I would agree. At all. I would agree about nuts in food. I don't. What's the difference when you put it on top of it? It's I don't, involved in the food. I don't like brownies with the nuts in them. No. I don't you like, like brownies with nuts on top of them. Well, no. Would that change it for you? <laughs> but I don't like chocolate chip cookies with nuts in them. No. But I like they nuts. They degrade the quality of the product. So very dis. I I wrote a strongly worded email. To the company that sent it. As you should. Like you ruined my Thanksgiving dinner. Curse their customer service department. I mean, not curse it because they wrote me right back and said, we'll give you another cake or a credit towards something else. A credit towards. You get store credit and you didn't even have to return anything. Yeah. See, so no, their customer service was actually. You got to keep the cake. Yeah. And then get another cake. And then get another cake. (laughs) Because there are more people in your life that you need to force that onto. Not force. 
They will thank me for forced. it. I felt forced. Okay, next I, year you bring the cake. Okay. Actually, you guys brought a key lime pie, which was delicious. Yes. With Biscoff crust. Tell me how good that sounds. Delicious. Crushed Biscoff cookies. Think about all the other pies that you've had in your life that haven't had Biscoff yep. crust. Those it's true. are sad pies. I'm I'm a new person because uh, of it. Yeah. So you know what I haven't told you about? Who's paying for this? Paying for what? This podcast. Would that be uh, Black Velvet Boutique? It would be, and it is. And they moved, finally. They have a beautiful new shop at 595 South State Street in Clearfield. Uh, different locations, same experienced, passionate, knowledgeable group of awesome employees. Indulge your curiosities. Enjoy the best parts of being an adult with intimate bedroom toys and lingerie. Drop by today and pick up the perfect stocking stuffer for you and your partner. Beautiful new Black Velvet Boutique, 595 South State in Clearfield. If you mention Gina for special discounts, they'll say, oh, yeah, Gina. She does the Remain Seated podcast with Festus. I don't think they get anything for mentioning Festus. No. That gets you nowhere. I don't, I don't get you anything. Get you nowhere. So I'm glad we only had one Thanksgiving dinner to go to this year. Because some people are unfortunate, and they have lots of people that love them. Here's the thing when you come from a divorced family. I came from a divorced family. You came from a divorced family. It, Christmas is great. Because you get so two... So many presents. <laughs> you get two Christmases. But Thanksgiving is hard because it's two big meals. And you feel obligated to eat everything. Like, you can't go to one person's house and I'll just have a roll. I'll just have the roll because you don't matter to me. The next person matters to me more. That's well, where I'll have my full meal. They make better turkey over it. That's the yeah. message you get. Yeah. Like, oh, their turkey's better. But see, the positive thing is you can plan out your meal. If you have, like, three Thanksgivings that you're going to, you can go, okay, I'll have the stuffing here <laughs> because Martha makes great stuffing. But Tim, he makes shitty stuffing. Yeah, I don't want his stuffing. Oh. But, no, it's... The way I would like to do it, and I think I told you this, when you get married, your holiday obligation to me as your mother and your family, I don't want you stressing over, oh, mom's going to be disappointed if we don't come over at this time and stay this long. You don't want me to be stressed about that? No, I want I you to want to come see us, but I don't want it to get into a, a tug of war with, with your other family. You know what I mean? I want... Because I think that happens in a lot of married families. So not just divorce, yeah. but married family. Are we going to go to my family or your family for holidays? It's all about the in-laws. Just and switch off. Just switch years. That's that was that's what it's I think. Exhausting. Yeah. So this year you were you were with us for Thanksgiving. Next year mm -hmm. you can go to your fiance's family and Christmas. Or I just don't want you to feel like uh, my mom's going to be mad if we don't do xyz you're not going to be mad if you never come over i'll be mad but i don't want you i don't want to be an obligation to you i just want you to want to come see me does that make sense and i don't want the in-laws to be irritated like oh you're leaving now we haven't even done the xyz tradition and you leave every year at the same time and if you stay there for the whole event whatever it is you and me both have to accept that the in-laws are going to be irritated <laughs> no they don't have to be sure they don't have to be. You're going to be irritated. They're going to be irritated. I promise I won't be irritated. Oh. I don't think you can keep that promise. I might. I have it on record now. I'm going to play it back. I promise I will try to not be irritated unless it's like a... Here's where I'll be irritated. Mom, we're coming over for dinner. We'll be there at 530. 
You're sure you're coming? Yes, because we're going to buy food for X number of people. So if you're coming, we need, yes, we're coming. And then at 10 minutes before dinner, when everything's made and we're sitting down, you call and go, yeah, I don't think we're going to make it. Okay, I have a right to be irritated then. What if there was a fire? Okay, you know how often there's a fire? We're Almost never. Almost never. Almost, almost never there's a fire? <laughs> Look at California, Mom. Almost. Tell them that almost never. I'm sure they all got a pass from their in-laws about coming to dinner. We would love to come over, but the living room's on fire. Yeah. Okay, you get a pass for fire. But pretty much other than that, I will be irritated if you wait. And I don't care if you don't come. If you tell me, you know, two. But if you tell me two hours ahead of time, I don't think we're going to make it great. Then we can plan for it. You're a lot different than your mother. This is this is where the apples in the other side of the field. She she bless her heart. She insists on things being a certain way. And as difficult as that is sometimes to maintain, we have a lot of good family memories because look, we wouldn't all be here right now if Mary Claire didn't insist on it. You know it's what I mean? It's irritating at the time, and we just go, oh, why are we doing that? But then we look back at all of the 45,000 pictures that she's taken, and we wouldn't have taken those. No, and that's the other thing. Yeah. She, so, I want everybody there and, at uh, the and, same time. And, everybody, and she always insists that everybody get in for a picture, and at the time you're like, can't we just have dinner without taking a picture? But then later you the have moment. the picture, yeah. and you're like, oh, she was right. I'm glad we have that picture. Because living in the moment, we can get distracted in the moment and then never want to take a picture. No, I remember your first birthday party at her house when you had your first piece of cake. And I'm worried about you and making sure you're having a good time and whatever. And she's got her camera and taking a million pictures. And I'm like, let's just get. But now that I look back, oh, I've got all these pictures of you having your first piece of cake. Mom, I was I was one. All the time is a good time. (laughs) As long as there wasn't poopy in my diaper, I was living large. And I got you a football cake. I'm sorry. I didn't know then you did would you, like football. I didn't did know. Did you even ask me first? You were one. I, I didn't know. See, your birthday is December 28th. And yeah. you're, you are prime college football bowl season. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> Can we get one of the ESPN? Hey, we get one of the ESPN guys in here to explain this to me. So I thought, oh, well, it's great. We're going to watch football and you're going to have a football cake. You didn't even consider my interests. I thought maybe. At 12 months old. I thought maybe. You were going to try to mold me into a football no, person. No, I just thought you might like football. You, you were no, that was never in danger never of happening. Assume. <laughs> never assume. Never assume. That I will like football. Let's talk about the Turkey Day traditions. Okay, so this was Jimmy Fallon. He solicited some tweets from his viewers, and he just wanted them to go on Twitter and hashtag Turkey Day traditions, some of their funny Turkey Day traditions. And so I went and searched that hashtag, and I just screenshot some of my favorite ones. Okay, tell me what they are. I wanted to read them for you. Because we're redoing our holiday broadcast, even though Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. is long gone. We are are sticking with this. We're redoing it. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Oh, oh, wait. Okay. Here, I'm going to read you the tweets. All right. Me and my cousin see who can get the other drunk first without grandma noticing. Hashtag Turkey Day Traditions. 
You didn't do that. I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> I didn't tweet that. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. My wife and her sisters drink too much wine and fight every year. Hashtag Turkey Day Traditions. It's not nice. It's not supposed to be nice. Thanksgiving's supposed to be nice. No, it's supposed to be entertaining. You're supposed to People be... People getting drunk is entertaining. You're supposed to be grateful for your family, family time. These are sisters and spending time together. These are cousins spending time together. Who says we can't be grateful and drunk at the well, same time? It's... Okay, what's the next one? Every Thanksgiving, my mom wakes me up early to make sure my room is clean before the actual dinner, but Thanksgiving is never even at our house. That reminds me of you, Mom. Yeah, we kind of do. It's an excuse to clean your room. No one's coming over. But I live here, and You're I know. You're not giving a tour of the house. But I like it when your room's clean. It's an excuse to clean your room. You don't have to live in it. On Thanksgiving, we all do this weird thing where we get together and pretend to enjoy it. You enjoy it. Hashtag turkey day. I didn't tweet this, Mom. <laughs> These aren't my personal experiences. Okay. Whomever cries the first has to do the dishes. Hashtag Turkey Day Traditions. I don't cry, and I always do the dishes. You don't cry. You cry while you're doing the dishes. A weird tradition my family had was giving thanks by paying someone to kill an innocent, gentle, sentient bird so that we could all eat her remains. What an effed up way to show thanks. Hashtag Turkey Day okay. Traditions. One year, my cousin brought his vegetarian girlfriend. Oh, no. And she made us give the turkey a name and have a moment of silence before eating it. Eugene was delicious. Hashtag Turkey Day Traditions. Eugene is not a good name for a turkey. That is the only name that is acceptable for a turkey. Eugene? Yes. What would it's you name your turkey, mother? Like Tom or... Tom? A T. A T. Have you met a turkey Trent. named Tom? Tad? Todd. Todd the turkey. <laughs> Thaddeus. Thaddeus? <laughs> if it's a, a turkey frat house. <laughs> okay, what else? Every year, my family and our best friends meet at McDonald's, the same one every year, and sit in the same spot. We've been doing it for 20-plus years. That reminds me of when I was a waitress. At JB's? At JB's, family restaurant, the big boy. I had to work on Thanksgiving because I was in high school, and I'm low man on the totem pole, and all the... You know, older ladies with families want to be with their family, but you make the teenager work. So my mother felt bad that I had to work on Thanksgiving. So she brought the entire family to JB's for Thanksgiving dinner. Thanks, Mom. Which which is nice on the face of it. Oh, everybody we, came down here. You came to see me. Now go get me food. And then they all sit down and I had to wait on them and bring them all food. You can't sit down and enjoy no. it with them. You're working. Did, did they at least tip you good? Yeah, Papa gave me like 100 bucks, which okay. that was worth it. Yeah, well, yeah. But still. You're just bringing them food the whole time. Yeah. Are there any more? No, nope, we'll, we'll end it there. Do you have a nice story for Thanksgiving? Because I think we've had a lot of snark and not a lot of honest emotion here. I want, I want a nice thanksgiving story well, I'm, I'm usually not one for nice you're a nice boy well that you're my mom you have to think that ask the world if i'm a nice boy and see what you say. better the world better say you're a nice boy the world's listening right now <laughs> they can weigh in on that if they choose do you have something nice yeah uh, i found this story about this little town in nebraska that has a population of two people how can that be a whole town well, they have a they have a diner and a and a gas station in their house. <laughs> there must be a lot of people that pass through town. 
Yeah. Because if it's a, a diner for two business. people, that's like just their kitchen. Well, the, the town's name is Gross. So would you stop off in Gross? No. Or would you keep driving through Nebraska? I would Nebraska? keep going to nice Nebraska. So here's the story about this little town with a population of two. The welcome sign reads Gross, population two. But one of America's smallest towns has a lot more heart and holiday spirit than its size suggests. In its heyday, the tiny town of Gross, Nebraska, was home to more than 600 people, Mom. That's a town. 600 That's whole a town. people. But when railways and highways were built, they skipped right over Gross. After neighbors moved away and children moved out, just two people, Mary and Mike Finnegan. Oh, they're Irish. They still call the town home. For 33 years, the couple and their restaurant, the Nebraska Inn, have kept Gross on the map. But this year... The town grew to ten times its usual size when the couple, with help from Ancestry.com, organized a Thanksgiving feast to bring their family back together okay, wait just a before the holidays. Wait a minute. So they went and found people that they're, like, genetically related to but that they don't know to have Thanksgiving dinner? They didn't want to be alone, Mom. You get a letter from somebody that says, hey, guess what? We're second cousins. Can want to come have Thanksgiving? Okay. Oh, they, I... They probably don't know okay, other people. All right. They I, live in a town with just the two of them. This is nice. Okay. Walmart's like two hours away. This is Who nice. Who are they going to invite? Go just ahead. Just listen. The genealogy website's researchers also scoured historical records to find descendants of the town founders, the Gross family, and they were invited to the meal as surprise guests. Reunions and celebrations are not unusual in Gross, which, despite its teeny population, has a constant stream of friends and visitors passing through its 80 whole acres to eat at the Finnegan's Restaurant, famous for Mary's pan-fried chicken Ooh, and coffee that costs a nickel. The pan-fried chicken sounds good. Yeah. Maybe we're related. We can go have pan-fried chicken. Yeah, they're Irish. We're Irish. I bet they have pie. That's a stretch. Do you think they have pie? Uh, if it's a diner, they better have pie. Well, listen to this. On Mondays, Mary bakes 10 homemade pies. I knew it. But, Mom, they sell out by Tuesday, so we gotta got to hurry. Gross is kind of the heart of the community, she said. It's where everyone meets and has coffee to discuss the problems and blessings of the day. It's just a very home-oriented place. And that is the story of Gross, Nebraska. That was nice, honey. Thank yeah. you. Those lonely people got to eat some turkey with some other people they never met. I wonder if it's ten different kinds of pies or like... Like ten pumpkins? Yeah. Or maybe it's like five pumpkins and five... I want a chocolate, chocolate. pie. Chocolate. That's yeah. the only pie I'll eat. I'll That's eat pumpkin it. pie. You won't eat apple pie? I won't eat... Ugh, why put fruit in it? Don't put fruit <laughs> or nuts in things you want to eat. And we come full circle, I guess. Uh, so, my usual sign-off has been, because I was told on the podcast you need a sign-off. Well, how do they know when we're done? That's true. And so I've been using the sign-off, stay care. And you asked me a couple weeks ago... What, what is daycare? Why? And I said, oh, I'll tell you the story. Because you never told You just started doing it. You didn't tell me about it. So years ago, this is how old this was. See, nowadays when bands want radio stations to play their songs, they send you an, an MP3 file in an email and it says, hey, I'm a band and listen to my song and maybe you will play it on the radio. But in the olden days... That didn't require any postage at all. <laughs> you need some, like, olden days, old-timey music to play behind this one, I tell. It would be playing in, like, a saloon. Yeah. So if you can find some of that to put behind this okay. to, to make... Because I'm telling about back about in the, the day. the olden days. 
This is your old splaining. So the uh, the bands that wanted to try to get on the radio would send a CD to the radio station and say, and with a letter, with a piece, a piece of paper, and they would write a letter. And I don't know if it's because my last name's Italian or what, but we got an envelope from Italy from this Italian rock band named Sisma. Sisma. It, the name of their album is Here Here Comes the Sisma. <laughs> well, because get ready for them. <laughs> Track one, they're going to hit you hard. <laughs> and Sisma, I think, has something to do with, like, an earthquake or shaking or something like that. I feel like I looked I it up a long time ago. I don't think you're confident enough in your no, Italian it's, to it's, make an assumption no. like that. Ciao. But they sent this very poorly English-worded letter. It's their second or third language. Again, not having, you know, a computer with a spell check and a grammar check. You can't and a... take a picture of the letter and the internet will translate it for you? <laughs> that wasn't around? So they were doing their best. Yep. And it was a nice letter. Hey, my name is Marco. I'm in a band Marco. called Sisma. And, and Marco from Sisma. Somewhere Carrie has the CD. I'll have to see if we can find it. The Sisma CD? But like one of their songs was called Searching for a Woman. I don't find. Searching for a woman. I don't find. I don't find. It was very sad. (laughs) He just ruins the end of the story right there, too. He doesn't even make you listen to it to find out if he ever finds her. I don't find. I don't find. So as this whole letter, I hope you play our our music on your radio station. And then then in the the sign-off of the letter, you know, where you would write sincerely or... Love Marco. Yeah, love Marco. He wrote... Stay care, <laughs> Marco. And I, my guess is he was going for take care. Take care. But that's it, close enough. But right? it said stay care, and so ever since we got that letter, that's been my kind of go-to. Have you stayed care? Yeah, because <laughs> I love it. But however, I had a friend of the program send an email um, to radio from hellx96.com. We do this thing called emails of interest, and they sent an email saying. Um, I think for your podcast, Gina, since you're remaining seated, which I am right now. Yeah, I can vouch for that. Yeah. Uh, your sign-off should be, no, no, don't get up. Which I think makes much more sense. Keep sitting down and listening to more episodes <laughs> of Remain Seated with Gina Barberi. So tell people how they can get a hold of us if they have more suggestions like that. Um, any suggestions, you can send an email to Gina at x96.com or tweet us um, at Remain Seated Pod. We also have an Instagram at Remain Seated Pod. And, uh, yeah, go go tell us what you think, what you want us to talk about. Because we don't – I don't know what we're doing we next week. We're doing. No. We'll probably mess it up. Yeah. Again. No, no. This was good. I mean, it wasn't as good as the one we – no, nothing will ever beat that one. But it's that's, like, that's lost in the ether now. It's like that Tenacious D song tribute. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not the greatest song in the world. We, we couldn't remember the greatest yeah. song in we the world. We wrote it. This it's is, gone. This is just a tribute to the greatest song this in the world. This is just a memorial for the sad audio that was lost. Are you sure this is working right I'm now? I'm looking at the waves. Okay. I'm looking at the... It's making red lines. Well, here's here's hoping it's worked. It's remained seated with Gina Barberi and Festus. No, no, don't get out.